and welcome to another episode of A Shot Glass of Recovery with your host Julie, half of the dynamic duo that brings you two sober chicks. Welcome to April 4th, 2020. I hope you are well. So I was thinking about step 11, specifically about meditation yesterday when I was doing my own meditation. And what the heck is meditation, right? It's it's said so flippantly in step 11, sought through prayer and meditation. There are as many types of meditation as there are flavors of ice cream. It took me quite a while to be okay with meditation because at first when I got quiet, everything else got loud. So the way I meditate now is through restorative yoga. And what I do is I have a uh, little den that I call my library. And I have actually a prayer mat that my best friend brought back from Egypt for me. It's actually a scarf, but it looks like a prayer mat. And I put that down and I have a bolster, which is like a rectangular shaped pillow. And I put that down. And then I light a candle and I put on some meditation music and restorative yoga is basically holding a very relaxing pose for several minutes. So I might go down into supported child's pose, which is um, sitting on your knees and bending forward with your head to the side so that you can lie on the bolster. I might do that for 10 minutes. For me, I am not a meditation person that can just sit on their bum with their ta- their spine tall with hands open in my lap and just breathe. Focusing on my breathing actually gives me more anxiety because I don't know how to let my breathing happen when I'm focusing on it. Um, I need music to focus on. And I have learned, as I have learned with everything that I have to practice, is the more you do something, the easier it gets. So at first, meditation was really hard for me. The brain is this beautiful, it's like a beautiful field of wheat. We know that we have the ability now to change our brains. And meditation is one of the best ways to keep our neuroplasticity helpful and to um, create new neural pathways. So when you first do something, whether it's riding a bike, learning how to walk, meditating, practicing recovery, not drinking, it's not ingrained as a neural pathway in our brains. So it's very hard to get used to. But the more you walk down the path, the more obvious it is for your brain to recognize what's going on and for you to adjust accordingly. So in this field of wheat, If you walk down a path every day, the same path, 10 times a day for 10 years, there's a very well-worn path. And when you get to that field, you're like, there's my path. But when you create a new path, it's not easily recognizable. It's not easy to navigate. So you have to keep walking that same path. And if I don't do meditation for a while, it's the same thing. If I find it very difficult to do. So in creating a very relaxing atmosphere in my den, where I have all of the things that make me relax and I'm stretching at the same time, it's very, it's a lot easier for me to focus on relaxing my body. Because the moment I get into my head, I start to tense up my body. And that's an indication that I'm not in my body. And meditation is not about, not for me anyway, it's not about emptying my mind into a void of black nothingness. Uh, My therapist, who is a very skilled and mature Buddhist, does meditation a lot. And she says, I don't know anybody that gets to that spot. That's not how we're built. Our human nature is 
our minds are like little puppies and little monkeys and they see something over there and they go towards it and they see something in the tree and what's that and who's there and you know I'll have a hundred different thoughts come into my head but the thing about meditation is noticing and bringing yourself back noticing you've gone away bring yourself back I'm in my head listen to the music I'm in my head relax my shoulders I'm in my head switch my head position Now, we know that meditation changes the brain. It takes one Google search to see all of the science behind that. But the really cool thing about meditation for me is that it's almost like it bends time. When I spend 10 minutes, 20 minutes, a half an hour, an hour, I will go up to an hour and a half with restorative yoga, which blows my mind. Um, Even if you meditate for three minutes, you'd be amazed. It's like it adds more time to your day. And the reason we meditate and why it's so important for recovery is because we have to learn how to shut down our racing thoughts. We have to learn to be okay being in our bodies because most of the reason we engaged in our addiction is because we were uncomfortable in our skin. We didn't want to feel our feelings. We didn't want to think our thoughts. And meditation has the ability to slow us down. And when we are slowed down, or we have a a place where we can release something and our parasympathetic nervous system is calm, we are calmer, we are more grounded, we are more in touch with reality, and our bodies are more relaxed. And for someone like me that carries a lot of anxiety and pain in my body, it's so important for me to get to that place. So find what works for you. Experiment. At first, I had to listen to guided meditation with music and nature sounds. I had to listen to someone say, okay, breathe in and breathe out and focus on your ears and focus on your fingertips. And then it became nature sounds and music. And now it's sort of a combination of both. And um, I prefer to meditate when it's sunset or nighttime. I just find that more helpful. I meditate with my eyes closed. But meditation is simply just conscious rest. So even if you lie there and you say to yourself, rest, and you focus on what that means for you, or peace, and you focus on what that means for you, or calm, and you focus on what that means for you, It's conscious rest. It's getting quiet. It's letting your body settle down. It's telling your mind you can take a break for a little while. And meditation, just like prayer, is very personal. But I encourage you, especially in these times, it's way more important now for me being in isolation to meditate than at any other time that I've been alive, really. So like I said, go into your closet, close the door, turn the lights off, three minutes, set a timer if you're always opening one eye to see what time it is and how much time has gone past. Um, There's lots of great books on meditation. I mean, search Amazon, search Google. There's a million different ways. YouTube is so helpful. That's how I started doing restorative yoga and meditation, just to get a routine and figure out what I liked with my bolster. You can also do restorative yoga without a bolster. Um, You can just stretch while you're listening to music. Just involve your body. Get a lot of as much oxygen as you can into your diaphragm. I like to pull to imagine. I pull in air through my stomach and it goes up my spine and then fills my lungs all into my back and then letting that air out. And then there's different breathings. 
that you can do, breathing techniques in one nostril, out one nostril, in through the mouth, out through the mouth, in through the nose, in through the mouth. Um, just find what works for you. Your body is wise. It will tell you what's what works and what doesn't, and it will tell you when something needs to change. So I thought it would be nice if we could just spend the next moment together. I will spend one moment in silence with you. If you can, close your eyes, get comfortable, and we'll just sit here and breathe together. And that's also a meditation, just breathing. Meditative walking, focusing on when your heel hits the ground, the middle of your foot, your toes. I mean, just slowing down is meditation, slowing your steps. If you're washing the dishes, slowing it down. If you're walking across a room, slowing it down. So we're just going to take a minute here and slow down. And when the minute is over, I will tell you something nice and I will let you go. So let's settle in. was a nice minute. You are wonderful. You are special. There is no one like you. We see you in these rooms. Your heavenly divine higher power sees you every day. Know that there is hope. Know that we are holding space for you. Know that you are welcome and you belong. And I'll talk to you tomorrow.